What's going on, people? Welcome to another episode of the Off the Ball Podcast with me, your host, Chris LeBron. I am the president of the Off the Ball Network, and I'm happy to be back recording another episode of the Off the Ball Podcast. I know you're happy I'm back. I got a lot to talk about today. It's NBA draft season. Well, you know, me be the next fan. I'm always used to <laughs> getting ready for the NBA draft. But uh, can't wait to dive into draft season. This is year three for me covering the NBA draft. Uh, so I'm very excited to get into it. A little late in the process, you know, work, family, all that stuff. You guys know how that goes. Kind of gets, uh, kind of get uh, lost in that. And But trying to find some time to record and all that. I got some good things coming up in the next tilt, you know, the NBA draft. Got some shows lined up. Got some mock drafts. You know, I love doing those live mock drafts for you guys. Um, hopefully some interviews with some prospects um, that I'm working on. So a lot lot to to, to a lot to come. I'm going to jam-pack them in and, and get them out to you guys, you know, um, you know, because those things have uh, really been something that I love to do. The drafts have been a big part of, you know, the show success and what's helped launch, you know, the network side of uh, of this whole crazy sports media world. So excited to dive in. It's going to be kind of like my first full show talking about the draft and all that. So let's get right into it. You know, let's not hesitate. Let's get right into it. NBA la- draft lottery has, com- has come and gone and the Orlando Magic have won the lottery for, I believe, the fourth time this is the, they have won the lottery. I think what they uh Shaq, C Webb, uh Dwight, and I think this is their fourth time winning the lottery. So they will select number one, followed by the, <clears throat> the Oklahoma City Thunder, the Houston Rockets, Sacramento Kings, the Detroit Pistons, the Indiana Pacers, Portland Trailblazers, the New Orleans Pelicans. They get the pick from the Los Angeles Lakers, San Antonio Spurs, Washington Wizards, the New York Knicks. Oklahoma City Thunder getting the pick from the Los Angeles Clippers, the Charlotte Hornets, and followed by the Cleveland Cavaliers. So, obviously, let's start top. And I'm not going to do a whole mock draft. I'll save that for another show. Just, but just get into, like, some of the top prospects. And we all know who are kind of the cream of the crop in this class. And it's obviously Jabari Smith from, you know, forward from Auburn. We got Chet Holmgren, the big from Gonzaga. Paolo Bencaro from the Duke Blue Devils, big man. And then Jade and Ivy, you know, the guard from Purdue. That's probably like most people's consensus top four. And I've heard some people with, with uh, Shade Sharp, who's kind of been like the ultimate wild card of this. And I'll speak about it a little bit. But, but for the most part, that's everyone's top four, whether you have, you know, Paolo one, or you have Jabari one, or you have Chet one. Those are those are usually, you know, I've some seen very few people have Ivy one, but for the most part, those top three are in the mix for being number, everyone's number one pick, and 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 Jaden is usually in that uh in that fourth spot. So, what do the Orlando Magic do with the number one pick? Obviously, they they have they have some very good young pieces. They they've hit on some. Um, last year they took Jalen Suggs, um, and then they took Franz Wagner. I, Suggs had some you know had an up and down kind of rookie season, battled some injuries, but still 
you know, shows a, a lot of potential, right? You know, I still like him a lot. You know, going into draft, people were kind of questioning his upside. I kind of thought that was kind of weird, but I still think I know people were down on him too. Some people called him a bust. I guess it. That's that just drove me through a wall. But not a bust. I think there's a lot of potential with him. Cole Anthony, obviously, another great player they took a few years back. You know, uh, then you know Franz Wagner. He he shocked me. I shouldn't say shocked. But he definitely impressed me more than I thought. I didn't think that I would see the instant impact right away and, and him make such an impact, you know, for this team and, and be kind of efficient. You know, uh, he, he did some good things. I didn't expect him. I had him in like in the late, kind of like 19 to like 25 range last year's draft. And, you know, obviously he went higher and I thought that was kind of a reach, but proved me wrong so far this year. Had a very good rookie season. And, um, and uh, they, they they got some nice pieces, you know. And they got Marco Fultz coming back from the, from an injury, uh, Wendell Carter, RJ Hampton. But to me, I I, I think Jabari's. I know it's kind of and then from what you hear, from what you hear is that Jabari and Chet are one two. And that makes sense, you know. That makes sense because you know, Jabari as a wing. Gives you everything you want in, in today's basketball, right? He can shoot, you know, three-level type of player, and he can bring it on the other side of the basketball. And I think – I know Chet is – Chet is kind of like this 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 guy from outer space. Like We haven't seen something like this ever. Like he's kind of very unique. And some people will bring up Porzingis, you know, who went tough who went top four to the New York Knicks a few years back. And then Pokashevsky, uh, who went to Oklahoma City. I think he's different from those guys. Uh, I think there's very different, you know, we just haven't seen a player like this. Uh, he's probably more KP-ish, but still, he's still very unique. Very unique. Um, because he, he he's, as I, I know people bring up the physique. And he's definitely going to have to get strong. But I don't, I don't see that. And I've talked about this with plenty of guys. Like, I don't see that as, like, a, a weakness. Like, I think eventually he's going to get stronger, right? When you get to the next level, you're going to get stronger. I mean, they said the same thing about Giannis. I'm not saying he's Giannis, but Giannis was the same skinny guy. And then look at him now. I'm not saying Chet's even be like that. But you're going to get stronger. Like, I'm not really worried about that. Because he, he he was banging with people. He was banging with people. You know, he was banging with Apollo. When they played Duke, he was banging with Apollo. You know, he, he was banging down a little with, with, with some of the guys. I know he played the, the greatest competition out there uh, in the left coast in, in Zaga, but, you know, uh, he was banging. I think he, he's a lot more tougher than people, you know, give credit to with Chet. But um, obviously those are going to be the two positions. But, and I've talked about this a lot. The top three guys, right, who, who we feel like are going to go one, two, three, those teams, they feel like they're a part of those teams. Like, Jabari going to Orlando, I don't know. I've heard a lot of people say this, but he feels like an Orlando Magic. He just feels like he'd fit there, and he's a perfect fit, exactly what they need. Oklahoma City with Chet, he feels like an Oklahoma City Thunder. It just feels like that type of player. They like those developmental guys. They're going to take a couple years maybe to process and, and, and develop. He feels like a Thunder. And then Houston, with pa Paolo feels like a Houston Rocket. He just feels like a Houston Rocket. He fits that culture, kind of feels like he fits that culture perfect. So 
essentially they all three be going to spots where I feel like they fit perfect. All perfect spots. Um, especially, you know, Jabari. I mean, they need perimeter shooting out in in uh in Orlando. Bottom three and three point shooting. They he he definitely helps that. I think he's a, a above, you know, uh close to 40% three point shooter. Um and they also have Mo Bamba too. So like taking Chet, you know, I know Mo he kind of came on a little bit this year, and I know he's still still trying to get a grasp of who Mo Bamba is, but you know, they have if they believe in Mo Bamba, then it's you know, do you want another typish player like with Chet who, you know, is going to, you know, you know, be around the rim blocking shots and obviously he shoot. But uh yeah, it's gonna be interesting. It's gonna be interesting to see what happens. You know, very, very excited to see what happens, you know, uh with those picks and see if there's a team because you know, for I, I believe Jaden Ivey is the fourth best prospect in this draft, but this stuff after you hearing stuff that you know people like Shane Sharp and Shane Sharp to me is the ultimate wild card. Obviously, did not play a single second of college basketball this year at Kentucky. And but a superior athlete, right? 19 years old, got the combo, you know, got the combination of size, speed, strength at just 19 years old. And just from what you see, and obviously it's just highlights and, and just tape off high school and and uh and and, and just and just all, all the AAU stuff, it's still enticing. It's still enticing to take him high because this Obviously, there's boom or bust potential with that because you haven't seen him play against you know high level competition, but you know he has all the skill set to be a a a perennial type all star type player, and that's what you want in that top five. You want to draft those type of players, uh, and has all the. I mean, like I said, like I mentioned before, I think he's like six five, six six. I think he has close to a seven foot wingspan from what I from what I remember reading. You know, uh, when he's got measured and all that. So there's a lot of stuff to like about him. He's just very, we just don't know anything about him. We, we don't know anything about him. Um, but it, you pair him up, you know, if he, if, if you put him in Detroit, right? Because Detroit has the fifth pick right now. And let's say Ivy does go to the Kings. You put him at five, and you put him with, with, with Cade. I mean, that's, Man, that could be special. They then they get another team with some good young pieces in that. So that that would be interesting to see. You know, he's obviously someone that's going to be very intriguing. Um, how because he could even go up higher. You know, I wouldn't be surprised. He he goes up even higher because the talent's there. And after that, I think not that it's a drop off in talent. I just think it's very close. After that, full four or five, you know, I, I, to me, in my opinion, the five is those guys. The five is a combination of whatever it was Chet, Paolo, Ivy, Jabari, and Shaden Shaw. I think those are the top five picks as of right now. That can obviously change, but that's why I feel the top five picks. After that is a crapshoot. And it's not because the talent is a significant drop. I don't think that's the case. I just think there's a lot of guys bunched up together because. And just in some mocks, you, you're just seeing a lot of different guys. I mean, some mocks, you see Jeremy Shoshin, you know, who, who's risen up. You know, uh, you know he kind of took the spot of Kendall Brown. You know, Brown was the one that was, you know, top 10 in all the athletic ability and all that. And 
Jeremy just kind of took your spot. And now it's, we don't know what Kendall Brown's going to do, you know? Um, so who goes six? I think is there's a variation of guy. I think, you know, I think you're going to have the Keegan Murray's, the Shochan's, um, the Johnny Davis's, the Benedict Matherin's, um, the A.J. Griffin's. You know, A.J. Griffin's another one. He's another guy that top five talent, but there's going to be a lot of things that teams are going to ask for, you know, the health concerns, you know, a lot of injuries, you know, just pre-Duke, you know, and then start off his Duke career with a lot of injuries, you know, and just some concerns maybe with his – some of his uh, shooting and all that, you know, uh, and his defense. It's, it's just <laughs> – his defense is a little suspect. Now, there's potential for him to be a good a, – a, I wouldn't say a great defender, but the potential to be a solid, you know, a, a respectable defender. He has the size, actually. He has all that, but just wasn't, um, just wasn't, um, just that guy. <laughs> Let's just keep it that way. He just wasn't that guy. Um, but uh, I think the injury, the injury concerns are something that's gonna have him maybe not, not a significant drop, but maybe dropped. To the to the ten to the teens maybe I think it's I could see that with AJ Griffin, um because he, he's a, he's another boomer bust I think he's a boomer bust type prospect I think he's either going to hit or he, he he's going to just just uh just uh just just not be relevant and um you know I'm rooting for him, rooting for him. I was a Duke fan I'm rooting for him and uh, you know he has all the potential to be like a three level type player has like i said all the all the other all the measurables and all that but we'll see we'll see what happens he's someone another guy you know dyson daniels you know g a couple g league guys you know you know with uh, marjon bainchop and uh i don't know if i said that right i think i said that wrong <laughs> i always mess up i'm not i'm horrible with names by the way very bad with names but dyson daniels bainchop um you know uh jaden hardy's another i mean Cup just you know, beginning of uh you know the season last year, you know this season you know we were talking about people talking about Hardy being in that top five mix and he's kind of he's kind of um dropped in case and and I and I still think he's he's to me a lottery type player I think he's he's a, just a scoring machine but I you know I could see people drop and see why people have him dropping but he could be a steal for someone in that mid to late you know uh teens teens to the 20s i think someone can get themselves a nice good a very good player and patrick baldwin patrick baldwin's someone that um obviously as another guy who was con consensus you know a, a five-star blue chip prospect was originally supposed to i think he all signs says he was going to duke then goes to uh Goes to goes to play uh, at uh UW Milwaukee with his pops and that just didn't go well at all, didn't go well at all. And um, another guy with what six foot ten, I think he has seven foot plus wingspan. Not a suit, not not athletic. I don't think he tested well as far as like his vert. I think his vert was, you know, in in the bottom tier. But he was never that type of player anyway. So that that was kind of expected. Um, but um. Someone that a uh, you know has a nice stroke from deep, didn't shoot the ball, but he, I think I try to factor in also that his team just wasn't good at all. Like he was on a <laughs> to say bad is, is, is 
is an understatement. It's very bad. So I think he's someone that, um, you know, a lot of people said, you know, I think he was going to enter the transfer portal. And if he had come back, he's definitely going to go somewhere else. But, you know, if he does stay in, I still think he'll go top 20 for sure. I still think he's a top 15 talent. And I think he'll go in the 20s. And that might benefit him in the long run. Obviously, he's going to cost him some money because we obviously thought he was going to be a, a, a higher pick. But um, could benefit him down the line. Um, and, and there's some guys in the lottery that might, you know, that we haven't heard about a lot, but that I'm hearing from people and, and just the buzz. You know, there's a couple guys' names that you're hearing lottery, lottery, you know, talk. And one is um, one in particular that's really getting a lot of buzz is Jalen Williams, the guard out of Santa Clara. He, he, <laughs> if you just look at the measurables of him, man, seven foot two wingspan, you know, six foot six, two hundred pounds, you know, got better every year at Santa Clara. Every and I, I love to see guys with the, with the, that trajectory where they just get better and better every year. To me, that's what I love to see, you know, making those big leaps, you know, goes from being 40, you know, 43. Now he dropped a little bit of sophomore year, but then jumped again, made a massive jump in year three, you know, shooting 51%, you know, almost 40 from three, you know, 80% from the line, you know, giving you four rebounds, four assists, you know, what, steal the game. You know, he, he's really shown. I mean, and then just everyone you hear from is just like loves how he's performing at the combine and just feels like what they saw at Santa Clara is tr- going to translate to the pros. You know, um, you know, just the skill set, his playmaking ability, you know, his scoring, you know, just a lot of stuff. You know, 40-inch vert, you know, I think was the uh, – just reading off my notes, like I believe it was the fifth highest vert at anyone at the combine. You know, uh, is Max Vert? I mean, so that's a guy that um, that's a guy that I could see absolutely, you know, being one of those sneaky guys in the lottery. So it's gonna that's he's someone that I've seen um, rising a lot in 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 uh, in a lot of people's eyes. That could be a sneak. You know, are a guy that I I trust a lot and is one of the best in the business. Rafael Barlow said he's hearing from teams that. He could sneak into the lottery, and I think a lot of the guys have him maybe late first and all that possibly. But I'm hearing that he could possibly be, you know, getting that lottery. And we always this always feels like there's a guy that that sneaks into that lottery, and I feel like he could be that guy. Um, and uh, so that's gonna be interesting to see where he goes. Um, yeah, exact quote from Raphael: "Rumblings from the NBA Combine, Chicago. Don't be surprised if Jalen Williams ends up as a lottery pick." So that's huge. And another guy that I like a lot, because being a Duke fan, he played against Duke. And this NC, NC State team really is frustrating because they got so much talent with with the with the with Seabrot and then the guy I'm gonna talk about is Gravion Smith. Um, another one that maybe can sneak into that lottery. Um Beck said this miserable's disappointing, everything you could say about this NC State team. Um, but um he he was he showed up in that Duke game when they were at Cameron. He showed up. I remember he had a very good first half, made some some buckets, you know, at the end of that for that really showed out. Um, um, just I, I, I there's another guy I like a lot. You know, um, I think the people will fall in love with, you know, his uh 
will look at the shooting percentage and be like, oh, no, he's a he's a below average, you know, shooter and all that. But did shoot. Uh, he did shoot 37 percent from three this year and just had to take on a lot of the load, you know, with the team not being great. No, he had Sebron, but, you know, just the team not being tremendously, you know, not not a good team at all. Um, but uh, I think he's bucket getter. Hey, simple. He's a bucket getter. That's that simple, man. That's just that simple. Um, um, just some some other notes and news. And like I said, um, I won't keep this long because I'm gonna actually work on another pod. I'm gonna have uh set up for uh you know for the next show. But um um uh David uh Jackson Davis, you know, uh the guy from Indiana, one of my a guy who had top 60, and not a lot of people had him out because they you know they don't buy, you know. Inside out game, you know, he old school type of style, you know, uh, with Trace. Um, but uh, he he decided uh, that he won't, he, that he's going to go back to school, um, go back to Indiana. And that might be beneficial for him. Go back, you know, work on his game, you know, work on the outside shooting. Um, I think he's someone that can really get some serious first round buzz next season. So, you know, I'm excited to be, he's probably, you know, if I had to say, he's probably one of my favorites for, um, for um, player of the year, definitely the player of the year candidate. You know, I think he's going to work on some on stuff in his game, and uh, I think he'll come next year and he'll be uh, work on that outside. And if he works, if the outside game is clicking next season, this is first round pick. Let's just say that he's a first round pick. I would have took him in the top forty five this year, simply because I like what he could do. You know, in you know his inside game to me, you know, is still valuable in today's basketball. So, um, and and I do think he can stretch it out. I do think he can't stretch it out. So um, he'll, he'll, he's coming back for another year, uh, another year, and uh, for his uh, for another season in Indiana. So I'm excited to see what he can do. And, and um, like I said, player of the year type of candidate. But uh, you know, I had one. My last note. I had a trade. Somebody brought this trade up for me, and obviously the New York Knicks are involved, and then. They mentioned to me that they had a trade in mind, and and I'm gonna bring it up right now, because obviously I think the Knicks kind of in a tough spot, you know, just roster construction wise. I feel like they got a good blend of a uh, um of youth, but they got some vets that they that are you know Julius and and uh, that they got to figure out obviously figure out Mitchell Robinson if they're gonna pay him RJ's eligible for rookie. Max extension. So they got to figure out money things, you know, things money wise. But I feel like they still need another blue. They need a blue chipper. And a trade and a trade that I um that someone had brought up to me. And like I said, I'm gonna bring it up right now. Um and I, I wanted to get Knicks fans' thoughts on this. And I I posted this, you know, um my guy Brett Siegel, who who writes for for SI now, um, and 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 Fast Break on Fan Nation, you know, is an insider, does really good work. So make sure to check his work out. Um, but he had a, an offer, and uh, that he wrote, and it was the Knicks received Rashawn Holmes, and the Sacramento Sacramento's fourth pick in exchange for Kemba, Cam Reddish, the Knicks twenty twenty two first, which is the eleventh pick. Dallas is 20, you know, 2023 first round pick, top 10 protected. Do you do obviously 
Sacramento. I mean, it's not a crazy, but you you know, it, it's it's an offer that most people would probably be like, no, uh, I am not going to do that. That doesn't make sense. But um, Sacramento with that fourth pick is kind of, I think they're going to want to trade down, you know, because they have all the guards. You know, they had a ton load of guard, and they shipped off, you know, Ty- Tyrese Halliburton. Um, you know, so they, they're not going to need a guard. And after that, you know, they could probably get a guy they want later, in, you know, later in the, in the draft. So they, they, they're kind of in the spot where they, they kind of wanted that top three so they can get one of those those top guys. And, you know, Rashawn Holmes has obviously been banged up and all that. And the Knicks have obviously have some things to figure out with Mitch. And this can give them a cheaper option if they don't decide to re-sign Mitch. I mean, they'll have Rashawn Holmes is um, is only making $11 million, essentially $11 million this year. He'll make 12 and close to 13 in 2020-25, unrestricted in 25. So I don't think this is that bad of a, a trade for either team. Obviously, I think the I don't think they would do it. Sacramento, but you never know. It's the Sacramento Kings. This is why this is this may not be realistic for most of the team, but it's Sacramento Kings. You just never know. They trade a Tyrese Halliburton. And then to me, this still doesn't make sense. Why you trade a guy like that to me who has all-star type potential? So I wonder, you know, for the Knicks, I think they gotta swing and try to get in that top four somehow. You know, they got some assets, maybe throw in another young player if you can. Um, but to get that and you get a giant Ivy in New York, like, and I've been harping on point guard, point guard, point guard, because the Knicks just have them have been inept at that spot. They still got Derrick Rose, but Derrick Rose is, let's face it, he's getting older and he's had a lot of injuries. And then this year, injury real season, they got Emmanuel quickly, who I like a lot, who's not a traditional point, but is a bucket getter, you know, a Jaden Ivy, you in, you inject Jaden Ivy into this team, man, that is special. That is absolutely special. If they could do that, if this is a realistic possibility, and I don't know if it is, it's just a trade idea. But it was an idea that I brought got brought up to me, and I just wanted to ask people and see if you know if this is something that you would like to see as a Nick fan. So, you know, let me know how you feel about that. You know, read you know off the bull pod on Twitter. Reach out to me there and see how, how you like this offer. Uh, that trade offer, um, that I don't, that I don't know if it's there, and I, but, but I do believe the Knicks are going to try to move up and, and uh, get in that top four. So we'll see what happens. We'll, we'll definitely see what happens. So excited about that. But on that note, you know, uh, I don't have anything else. Like I said, I got some some mock drafts lined up. Got some special guests lined up. Just wanted to get you a little dose of what's going on in in, in the in the world of the NBA draft and all that. And um, like I said, um. Very excited to, to, to put on some more great content talking about the draft and all that. So on the next show, uh, just like, make sure to follow me at Off the Bull Pod. You know, um, that's where I'm most active. Um, personal is on. I forgot my personal. I don't even use it that much. But make sure to follow the network. Obviously, brand new Off the Bull Network.com. Check that out. Brand new logo. Got a lot of things cool going up there. And uh, like I said, you know, uh, rate, rate, review, five stars. You know, um Follow us, uh, follow the, you know, make sure to subscribe on YouTube, trying to get to 300, trying to keep growing the brand.
try to get those YouTube numbers up, you know, uh, try to get hopefully get the 1K one day like some of you goats, you know, try to be like some of you greats out there. Got to try to get the 1K. But uh, on that note, be well, be safe, take care. NBA draft is almost here. I'm excited. Like I said, a lot of great content coming. Stay tuned. Be well, be safe. Peace out.